Hello and welcome to another episode of Our Athletes. Today, very, very special guest. We have Maddie Bowman of USA Skiing, Discipline of Halfpipe. Maddie is a, um, she's an Olympic gold medalist. We'll start with that, which is absolutely just incredible. Um, she's been to the Olympics two times and she is a, here we go, five-time X Games gold medalist, a silver medalist at the X Games and a bronze medalist. So, very incredible, all the things that she's been doing. She's still killing it as of 2018. Um, she recently was at the X Games and, and got another podium. Surprise, surprise, right? So Maddie's super cool. She's also very um, into helping the environment, which is pretty cool. I don't know why more people aren't, but hey, I guess that's just me. Um, so definitely enjoy this one. Maddie is very real, open, honest. Had a lot of fun recording this one. Hope you guys enjoy the interview one more time. Maddie Bowman two-time Olympian, USA Skiing. Today, special guest, gold medal winning guest, Maddie Bowman, USA Skiing Discipline Halfpipe, born January 10th, 1994, out in South South Lake Tahoe. I don't know why I had trouble with that one. Started skiing (laughs) at the age of two. Um, Breakout year of 2012, where she finished with pretty much a podium, the article said, pretty much a podium at just about every event and gave her her second X Games invite where she got a silver, correct? Yes. Silver medal. She qualified and attended and got gold at the 2014 Games in Sochi. She qualified and attended the 2018 Games in um, Pyeongchang, finishing 11th. And Maddie has five X Games gold medals, a silver medal, and to go along with that, a bronze medal. So I guess you have the career medal, right? Um, the career, like kind of like the Grand Slam in tennis, right? So you got all three of them. Congratulations. Um, so Maddie, thank, thank you. you so, so much for hanging out with us tonight. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, I'm stoked to do one of these interviews. I've never done like a recorded, um, just over the air kind of interview. That is not in person, so I'm excited. I love it. I'm so glad to be your first. Thank you for allowing that. (laughs) And I guess at that point, let's just rock and roll. I mean, if you don't mind just telling us, uh, you know, I told you beforehand, you started skiing at the age of two. I personally don't know when babies are supposed to start walking. That's not really where I am at any point. Um, so I'm just kind of curious, how, how do you start skiing at two? If you don't mind, just kind of take it from there, I guess. Yeah, well, um, I started skiing at the age of two because my parents were both skiers and parents like to make their babies do what they do Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so I was I was born a skier um that was kind of my destiny my parents met skiing they are both they were both athletes they were both coaches um one of them is still coaching and so it just kind of is what we do as a family my brother was a skier he started at one and a half wow um so yeah just just super, super cool. Obviously, it was super fun. Um, you know, my mom always had peanut M and M's in her pocket for the chairlift. She only uh-huh. took me out. <laughs> it only took me out on the sunny days. That's the key to teaching kids how to ski: is only bring them out when it's warm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very smart of her. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, she's a smart lady. She's a very good ski coach. That is fantastic. <laughs> and you said they met skiing. That is just absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it was clearly it was in your blood the whole time, huh? <laughs> Yeah, it, it really was. It's, it's our passion as a family. I would say it's the one thing that we all have in common. <laughs> ah, oh, that's nice. Oh, man. I don't, I think yeah. my, 
my family's passion is to yell at each other. That's the thing we all have in common. So I guess we, you know, yeah, we, we like to do that too. <laughs> what family doesn't? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Cause they have to keep loving you. Right. Or at least that's what I've been told. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll see how far that goes. But mm-hmm. all right. So you skiing for a very long time. At what point did you actually kind of, when did you have the realization, I guess, when skiing not only could just be something you love to do all the time, but could also then actually be a, a career path for you? You know, I, I, there was no specific moment. I think I was building this career just out of pure passion and Mm -hmm. um, just adventure and trying new things. And, and all of a sudden, you know, I was at the X games and then shortly after that we were part of the Olympics and I guess it didn't really hit me that, wow, this could be like a sustainable career. Um, It didn't really hit me until about, 2013 um which was a year before the 2014 olympics and then i was like whoa you know people athletics is their thing like i might not have to get a job in addition to this so um it it crept up on me for sure and then i was like well i still love it so that's good and i'm gonna keep doing it there you go that's fantastic (laughs) i mean 2013 so what you're you're 18 19 at the time i mean what is mm-hmm. like, that has got to be the coolest thing in the world. I mean, at 18, if you could have told me, Hey, do you want to, you know, just do the thing you love most in the world for a good chunk of your life and make money doing it? I'm probably I'm pretty sure I would have said yes. So I think it's funny actually that it took, you won a silver medal at the X games and it wasn't until the year later that you finally were like, wait a second, maybe I can keep doing this. Yeah, no, it, it, it's true. And it's, it's, the, I think it was, you know, the whole monetary thing I was, and at that point in my life, I was at this, this, you know, moment that we all go through where we're going from high school to college. And then after college, we're supposed to think about this career and this job that we're going to get to, you know, support ourselves and, and all that. And I just, I, I realized, um, I, I continued doing the school thing. I went to college because I was like, all right, like skiing's great, but you can't make that much money doing mm-hmm. it. Um, and then I started getting better results, making a little bit more money. And then the X or the, the Olympics definitely brought some money back also into the sport. Um, but it also took some money away from different parts of the sport, which was interesting. That's very interesting. It, I mean, I, I don't know how deep you want to go into that, but I'm just kind of curious. What exactly do you mean by that? Um, so I would say that in skiing before the Olympics, you had, everyone made a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. So you made a little bit of money um, from your sponsors, but you probably still had a job in the summer. Okay. And that, that was pretty common. Or you came from a wealthy family, right? You were supported, not just through your skiing. Mm-hmm. And then as we got into the Olympics, sponsors started to consolidate into specific athletes so Mm -hmm. athletes who win don't need a job don't need to you know you are getting more contracts you're getting more money through those contracts but that money isn't just appearing it's it's just shifting so instead of everyone getting a little bit of money one person or two people is getting a lot of money and then other people aren't getting as much at all interesting Man, that yeah. is, I did see. I did not know that. Thank you for um, 
making us just a little bit smarter tonight. Thank you so much for that, Maddie. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's, and it's like keep going. Oh, sorry. It's like it's not, and I don't want. It's not just Olympians who are getting money. It's you know there there are Olympians, girls who I compete with, girls on my team who don't have maybe one or two paying contracts and the, the, the amount isn't a ton, you know what I mean? It's, so it's, it's just because you go to the Olympics doesn't mean you get paid Mm -hmm. at all. You actually don't get paid to go to the Olympics at all, (laughs) which is funny. (laughs) uh, Not quite ha ha funny, I guess, but I know exactly. No, no, a hundred percent. And that's definitely something, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm trying to help as many athletes as I can trying to give as many of you guys and girls a little extra recognition if possible. Um, so I guess if you don't mind, maybe before we, we get into the Olympics and everything we're talking about it now, what have you personally seen, I guess, on the monetary side? Now, obviously we don't want to know how many dollars you make, but just like maybe a, a good understanding of kind of what you've seen from your perspective um, as a female Olympian, just as an Olympic athlete in skiing, however you'd like to talk about it. Because again, I want people to understand that the Michael Phelps of the world, they deserve what they get, but they're definitely mm-hmm. the exception to the rule and not the rule itself. Yeah. So I would say I make um, enough now to um, sustain myself in the present. Um, and I bought... I bought a house, um, but that was huge for me. And that Mm -hmm. definitely dipped into my funds. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, but at the same time, I know that this money I'm making now is definitely not going to carry over into the next course of my life. So I am actively pursuing an education. Mm -hmm. I'm actually sitting in the school parking lot talking to you on the phone. Awesome. Thank you so much. Before (laughs) or after class? Um, after. Oh, okay, cool. So you're nice and relaxed now. That's good. That's good. Awesome. Well, yeah. And that's, that's understandable. I mean, it is one thing that I I find just super just confusing and I can't understand it. The amount of money the ISC, the USOC, and I'm, I'm not trying to bash anybody and I, you know, research, whatever you'd like, that is what it is, but it's always, it's interesting to me, you know, how much you guys put on the line on a daily basis and, and, you know, knock on wood, something, a slip or a fall could almost take all of that away immediately, which is just super, super unfortunate. So Hopefully that'll be able to change yeah. in the future. We, we will see how that goes. But congratulations on buying a house. Congratulations on being in Thank college, you. hopefully graduating soon. Um, hopefully. And, you know, we'll, uh, we'll see. I'm sure I graduated college. I'm sure you'll be just fine. So, um, <laughs> so let's just uh, let, let's talk a little bit about, you know, the X Games, the Olympics. You went to the X Games a few times before you actually went to the Olympics. So what was what was the first time you got up? Uh, for the Olymp or for the X Games, and kind of at night, you have this huge crowd. You know, you're getting ready to go down. Um, you know, what was that whole experience like, and and what were some of the emotions you were feeling that very first time? Um, very first time I went to the X Games, I I was so out of my comfort zone. Um, <laughs> I got in as an alternate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was the most amazing moment. I mean, just getting to ski and at the X Games. I, I grew up watching the Anderson sisters, who Jamie Anderson, who's from my hometown, at the X Games, and her sister Joni. And I was finally there. And I specifically remember this moment during practice, riding up on the snowmobile, just looking around and taking it all in and every year I go to the X Games now I make sure I do that because it's just such a 
special moment. You're just, you're going up on the snowmobile. You see the beautiful half pipe there. You got the big air jump to your right and the crowds down there, the lights are on, you know, it's just such a amazing moment. And, um, I, I freaking love the X games. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's super <laughs> it's cool. Like, I watched the X games for, I don't even know how long and it always just looks so, so amazing. Um, and I just think, you know, obviously I'm sure you watched it just as much as I did growing up and then you actually going to be there. I mean, that just has to be just one of the most incredible, especially the first one had to just be the most incredible, one of the most incredible moments of your life. It was, and it was amazing. I got to, you know, meet girls who I had looked up to for a long time. And I met Sarah Burke there and she was so nice and awesome and um, just welcoming. And I was just this weird kid. You know, I was a junior in high school. <laughs> oh man, there you go. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh, that, I'm, I'm sure all your friends, did, did everybody ask for your autograph in school the next day when you got back? <laughs> Uh, no <laughs> they're like why do you get always miss school <laughs> <laughs> i don't know watching on tv sometime that is super cool and then, so then the second time you went to the x games correct is when you got your your first silver medal there or your yes, silver medal there that, yeah that was my that was my first medal at the x games was my second time around and mm-hmm. it was uh it was crazy <laughs> i can only it's imagine my, it's still i would say my favorite medals are my first X Games medal, the silver, and my, the last one I just got at the X Games, and then obviously my Olympic medal. But mm-hmm. um, I think those are my three favorite medals. And so, so I understand the first one, the silver. Why the last X Games medal? Um, the last X Games medal, it was right before Pyeongchang. Um, and I was just struggling so hard in the season leading up to the Olympics. Um, and I just, I was struggling mentally. Um, I just couldn't put a run down. I, I was just, yeah, I was struggling with depression pretty badly. And, um, and I had lost my passion for skiing and it finally clicked. It finally clicked at the beginning of that season. And at X games, that year, last year, I had the best run of my life. The best run wow. of my life. That's awesome. And I can confidently like say that I will never forget that moment. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Well, cool. well, I mean, obviously, you know, on a serious note, battling depression, it, it affects significant amount of people around the country, around the world. And it is, you yeah. know, one of those things. I'm not a doctor, so I can't really talk to it. All we can say is hopefully you figured it out. You got you got through it and everything's better. And um, it's just interesting to, you know, hear that. And, and I appreciate you being very open and honest and intimate with us because I really do want to understand your story as well as you want to tell it. So, you know, a hundred percent, I appreciate that a lot. And, and it's just one of those things. I mean, just looking at all the gold medals that come from it and, and hearing why this most recent one's your favorite. I really, um, that really it connects. And I, and I really hope some other people hear that and fear that as well. So, um, thank you for that, Maddie. We appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. I, it is something that people, struggle with you know and we're all people we Mm -hmm. you know some of us struggle with it more or less um but figuring it out is hard and it's Mm -hmm. different for everyone and and i i honestly i just encourage people to to figure out what works for them and 
know that you'll figure it out eventually <laughs> if it feels in the moment like mm-hmm. you will never figure it out just know that maybe someday it'll happen <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yep. always just keep chugging along and uh, one of these days as you said it might just click um, and it yeah. works so that is that is fantastic so um yeah i, I mean five mel- gold medals at the x games like where do you rank on the all-time gold medal list at this point you have to be pretty high up there right yeah, I think, I think I am. I think <laughs> I have, I think I have the most for sea half pipe. Uh huh. That and so like, out of men, out of men and women. When you say that, what is like, what does that mean to you, knowing you've been so dominant for the last what, like six or seven years at this point? Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what that means to me is what that means to me is that. I'm tired. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, um, it's 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 actually funny because I've been the youngest at X Games since I've started at X Games till last year. Um, so, wow. uh, in yeah, in, in the ski half pipe women's mm-hmm, ski mm-hmm. half pipe. So, uh, for me, it's like I feel like I've been around for a long time, but then I have to remember that I'm still young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that I still have more skiing to do. So as, as great of a career accomplishment as it, as it is, I don't want it to be the end of my career. No, accomplishment. no, absolutely not. You're going to keep racking them up. I can't wait till you hit 10. That's going to be, I mean, maybe the next <laughs> one will be your favorite. Who knows? Um, so X I don't know if I'm a Kelly Clark. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah, I'll, I'll cross my fingers for you and knock on a little bit of wood and we'll, uh, we'll see how that goes. So obviously, you know, this is an Olympic podcast. I just really wanted to touch on the X Games because clearly you've you've dominated it for lack of a better term. So attending the 2014 games and winning gold at your first games. What was, take us through that whole getting there, the opening ceremony, all the emotions, all the people, the press and everything. You're used to racing it, you know, in front of big crowds, obviously at that point. But I mean, just mm-hmm. take us through that whole experience and everything that you, you, uh, you took out of it. Yeah. So, man, it, it feels like a lifetime ago, but it was, it was awesome. Um, we had all worked so hard to qualify for this team. It was very stressful. Uh, and we, we finally get to go. And when I say we, I'm talking about, you know, the U S team, because I'm, we were, we're super close. We've traveled together for years. So essentially we're getting to go to the Olympics with our best friends, you know, mm-hmm. with people who know us, who, who've seen us struggle, who've laughed with us, who've had, who've had, I guess not that age, but who've had drinks with us, you know, like <laughs> that is, <laughs> nice save. Nice that, save. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is who, um, who we're going with. So it was, it was a really special moment, I think. And we did the whole team processing and it was super cool because it was new for everyone there. Cause it was the first time our sport was ever even in the Olympics. Um, and so the opening ceremonies were awesome as a team. We, we went to every event possible. Um, and that was possible because we didn't compete till the last couple days. And so we had about a week before we even got on snow and about a, a week and a half before we even got into the half pipe. So that was definitely stressful. Um, we had to remind ourselves to step back from the whole Olympic scene because people get 
jazzed up to watch it on TV, being there, you know, you get jazzed up and you get tired, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, just participating in everything. So it was good to be able to step back and ski the beautiful mountains that Russia had to offer. Um, That was the coolest part. Those mountains are just beautiful. And, um, And it was, it was awesome. And then leading up to the event, it was it was exciting. I mean, uh, it was nerve wracking a little bit. One of the girls on our team, Anna Annalisa Drew, she brought little toothbrushes for all of us up in case anyone threw up, which is oh, pretty cute. Oh my gosh, that's adorable. <laughs> yeah, uh, she's such a sweetheart. And so, uh, yeah, we we had a good time, and we did the competition, and it was by far the craziest. Uh, moment in my life I think maybe one of the craziest moments of my life and uh you just you go through this emotional ride that you just can't even imagine in one moment I mean people always ask you what was it like to win an Olympic gold medal and you say I uh, what I say is it's like every emotion you've ever felt at one time hits you or every emotion you've ever felt in your whole life hits you at one time. So you're sad because, you know, your friend didn't beat you. You're excited because you won. You're relieved because the process is over. You're, you know, you're, you're happy. Your family is there and, and you just, it all hits you at once. And that's when you cry, you Mm. just cry because you don't know what to do. (laughs) I, I will never know that, but thank you for giving me chills and trying to understand <laughs> what that feeling's like. And does it mean just a little bit more to you knowing that you were the first female to get a gold medal in that event? Yeah, I think I think it does mean a little bit more to me. Um, it definitely made me feel better about the last Olympics yeah. <laughs> because I was like, well... I got the first one. <laughs> so, that's not that that's bad. I told myself in my head. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's just, that is so cool. And one, one question, and I know um, we, we don't have the most amount of time, but I do always like asking this question. Obviously, you've been to big events before, especially with the X Games and, you know, at night mm-hmm. in the lights with all the people around. I mean, that's just super cool. So I've, I've found most athletes fall, fall on like this kind of scale almost. Did you take the emotions of the X games and try and, or I'm sorry, the Olympics and really let that flow through you. Or did you just try and pretend like I've done this a million times. This is no other difference, not a big deal. Like how did you kind of deal with that side of it? Knowing that, I mean, this is, again, you've been to huge events, but knowing, you know, a billion people around the world are watching. Yeah. um, I guess leading up to it like I said that time we were at the Olympics and not skiing yet I was definitely like in the Olympic vibe I was Mm -hmm. embracing the emotions and then we got to the ski hill and I was skiing terribly just Mm -hmm. terribly (laughs) and that's the moment that I realized I needed to step back and be like wait a minute like this is any other event this is we're going to ski a half pipe and I'm going to do a run and that is what I do at every event. So why is this different? And so I had to step back in that moment. Mm-hmm. And that, it clearly worked. It, it worked. So it was, it's almost a balance of figuring out how much to embrace something and how much not to. It's like that balance every day of how much coffee do I drink that I'm not jittery, but I'm not tired. It's like mm-hmm. that, but, but it, uh, in the Olympic sense. 
What a great, <laughs> and now, now I know what it's like to be at the Olympics. I drink too much coffee yeah, sometimes. Now go. I know. Don't get jittery. Yeah. You got it. That's awesome. That is a great analogy. <laughs> I really, I really like that. And again, clearly winning gold the first time. I mean, that's just so cool. Um, we already spoke about kind of then, you know, you just continuing to crush it on the circuit over the next couple of years. Up to this year now, recently, obviously, it was only a few months ago, the 2018 games. Um, with all those golds I saw and, the, and the, you know, just a few other medals, what, I guess, for la- again, I'm not great with questions. I'm not the best interviewer, but like, okay. what happened, I guess? What happened in 2018? <laughs> uh, what happened? I got 11th at, at the Olympics. and Which, wait, let me just say, that's incredible. Let's start with that. 11th in the world at anything is, is absolutely incredible. So I'm not trying to, to, to put that down. You made the team. You were there. You skied. And I just think that is super cool. But with your past record, I'm just curious. Why? why yes. What? Um, I, I would say what happened was, I'd I'd like to take responsibility for some of it. I don't think I prepared enough in practice for my run. What also happened was our sport is weird. Um, Things change a lot in it. And I, the day of qualifying, so we have a qualifier one day and then we have a final the next day. So what happened was I broke in the last training run before my competition run, I fell on a trick that I don't usually fall on it with my switch seven and I broke my helmet. Um, so I was a little frantic, went up, got a new helmet from this really sweet volunteer <laughs> who let me borrow their helmet. Um, and then I, I skied, I, I made it in the finals. It was, I was a little shaken up and then in finals, I did the same exact thing and I, I, I thought I had broke my hand um, and I ended up just really badly spraining it, which was nice. Um, so it got taped up and then, and then I went right into my finals run. Um, and I was just, I was, I was stoked, you know, with being hurt, my adrenaline was pumping. I was excited. The top of my run went great. And then, the last trick of my run, I fell on two times. I, I over-rotated. And the third time, I just I wanted to land that trick so badly that I, I overstudied it again, and I over-rotated, and I broke a second helmet. So I, what I did and what went wrong, not what went wrong, I told myself, I've worked so hard to overcome my personal battles that I'm going to go out there and I'm going to put it all out there. I'm going to ski the hardest I've ever skied. And I skied too hard that day. <laughs> and I, I, I skied too hard and I fell. And um, I don't regret it because it taught me I don't regret it because I put it all out there and I skied my hardest and I did a really hard run and I don't regret it because I think it's important to have a different perspective on the Olympics from winning to not winning. Um, I think that other athletes would agree with that, including like Sean White, I think has said that before after he, you know, missed the podium in Russia. Um, It gives you a different perspective. And I think that's really important and I also don't regret it because I was okay after losing. And 
that was a win for me because of how much I struggled with depression leading up to that Olympics. So for me, that was a huge personal win. And I only cried that one day. And man, did I cry on TV. <laughs> it's like waterworks. <laughs> you got to let it out, man. Like you got to do it. Yeah, you got to let it out. <laughs> but, but again, I think that's, you know, super, super impressive of you to kind of realize that and kind of understand, again, I'm no psychologist, so I'm just kind of speaking from the heart here, but, but understanding that it is going to be okay. You know, okay, like as, as much yeah. as hard as you worked and everything that you put into it, um, at the end of the day, you, there'd be, there's way worse situations to be in than, you know, 11th best in the world at something at this particular event. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's great that you realize it and great that again, you were able to kind of figure some of this stuff out and, and really use that and, 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 and take it for what it is. And so I guess, you know, I only have a couple more questions, I promise, but is that now <laughs> a huge motivator for 2022? I think it is a motivator. I I was thinking, I I got done. And I was like, I can't. I feel like I can't let that be my last. I feel like I can't let that moment be my last Olympic moment. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely motivated for the next Olympics, but I am taking it year by year because mm-hmm. I've learned more than anything that we shouldn't just have one goal. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. we should have a bunch of little goals leading up to an ultimate goal. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. That is fantastic, Maddie. That is great outlook on life. Absolutely wonderful. <laughs> that is that is just perfect. So I know we're starting to cut up on the time, but there's just two questions that I want to ask you left. Um, thank you again for being very open, honest, and intimate with us and really letting yeah, people understand what you're going through and, and how you're able to at least – in time, overcome it. And, you know, hopefully, you know, moving forward, you'll be able to continue to, uh, to crush that part of it, not just the skiing, but also crush the, uh, the, the, the physical, the mental, all that, all that. Um, so that's very yeah. important. But, um, just two last things I promise. So one, you told me before that you actually host your own skiing event, correct? It's called recess. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So I host an all women's um, ski and snowboard event. It's for professional skiers and you know semi-professional skiers and snowboarders. Um, and it's a photo event, which is awesome. So what do I do is I, my home mountain builds us this amazing terrain park. And what we do is we get all these girls together and provide this atmosphere where we're just skiing, right? We're, we're just having fun with some girlfriends and we're out there just getting creative. Skiing's all about creativity. Um, we're, you know, skiing is almost like art. You know, you put your own spin on things, you, you try new things. And, and so I wanted to create this environment for, for the girls. And I also wanted to create an environment where the women could, get content and by content I mean photos and videos because as women skiers oftentimes we don't have the same opportunities as men to get content so I wanted to provide that space so I hired my own photographers and filmers and they provided the girls with all the content from that week and it it turned out really well we put a, a video together I think the link is on my Instagram um it was, and it's just an amazing week for the girls. Um, we have a great time. We just want that creative uh, skiing to happen. What a cool idea. I was going to ask what a photo event is, but, you know, obviously, as you, you explained it, I just think that that's, like, has that ever been done before? Is this one of the first ones? 
Um, it maybe not specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, there's forms of it, you know, whether mm-hmm. a company hosts a photo shoot or okay. or what have you. But it's definitely the first one for all women mm-hmm. years in snowboarders. Look at you. You're just full of firsts, huh? This is awesome. I um, try. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what exactly, why is it difficult for women skiers to get content compared to men or, or just in general? Um, I think it's, I think it's a couple things. I think that, you know, women in the ski industry tend to make less money than men. I would say I'm one of the exceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, there's more money in men skiing than women skiing. And that's, that's slowly changing. Um, you know, as far as events go, we are paid equally. Um, not as far as sponsors go, I think there's a little bit of a difference. Um, so a lot of times boys will hire their own filmer photographer to travel with them for the season. And that's just not very common for women. Um, I don't necessarily want a photographer traveling with me all the time. You know, I love my personal space and I think most women do. Um, so it's just, uh, it's, it's that. And then historically, and this has also gotten better is sometimes when women put videos out there, they are, compared to men in a negative way mm-hmm. um and have gotten hate however i would say that 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 idea and that practice is greatly changing in skiing mm-hmm. um the ski community has really started to embrace women skiing and women skiing in response to that you know and in its own ways has has taken has really taken off and so i think it's a great I guess you could say symbiotic relationship of mm-hmm. positivity going mm-hmm. on in the ski industry. So these things are changing, which is super cool. That is great. I mean, the internet is the best and worst place at the same time. And it's so frustrating to deal with. <laughs> it, there's so many incredible things. And then there's so many just really awful, awful people and, and awful things on there. So it's, it's always just this mixed bag um, of, uh, you know, whatever it is. So it's unfortunate, but um, that's awesome. Congratulations on doing that. I mean, another first and just coming up with that idea, being able to put all that on, that's so much time and effort on your part. So doing this for, for a lot of female skiers, just to give them this opportunity that many of them don't have. I think that that is that very noble of you. Great, great idea and, and great practice. It sounds like too. So when is, when is, when is that, uh, where and when is that held? Um, that, that is, it's usually in the springtime, um, depending on the ladies schedules and it's held at my home mountain, Sierra Tahoe, which I mean, this event wouldn't happen without them. They, they put in so many hours to building this course and providing just such an amazing place for the the girls. They've, they've always been on the cutting edge of like, um, innovation in skiing and snowboarding. So, um, I'm super happy. I, that's where I had my first day of skiing when I was two. So it's my home. If yeah. that does, if that's not full circle, man, I don't know what is. That is just fantastic. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, and Natty, one last question, and I know it's something else you're pretty passionate about. You also work with Protect Our Winters um, on the yeah. environmental side. So, if you don't mind telling us what they're all about and kind of how you're able to to help them along. So yes, I work with Protect Our Winters as an athlete ambassador, and so Protect Our Winters is raising awareness. Um, on climate change, but at the same time, they lobby um, in Washington, D.C., and are very active in the 
political sphere when it comes to climate change. And my job with them is I get the awesome opportunity of going to schools and speaking to kids about climate change. Um, I go to schools from elementary school to um, high schools and it's, it's really awesome. Uh, at the elementary level, I'm educating a little bit more on climate change and what that is and what that means, what that looks like. And then in high school is a really special time because we're connecting those ideas. So we're connecting our knowledge of climate change, um, what it is, the science, and then how it's happening in our own lives with extreme weather and um, just, you know, things that we're observing around us. And then I, and then I talk to the kids about their ability to vote, and that's super important because as much as you know, using a reusable bag and using a reusable water bottle is great for the environment and super important. What we do, um, the policies that su surround climate change are also very important. So I'm just educating those kids that they can have a voice. Um, when it comes to climate change and other issues they're passionate about and reminding them that they can vote and providing, you know, information for that. So Protect Our Winners is a great resource, even if you're just trying to research um, info about um, candidates in your local elections or anything like that. Help it, they have links to help you to register to vote um, and also along just with climate change. So it's it's really important to me because I truly believe climate change will be the greatest issue of, you know, our generation and the generations after us. Mm -hmm. No, I, I, I agree. Um, it is, it is a, a huge problem. I don't understand how people don't see that. It's very frustrating, but um, mm -hmm. you know, everyone has their beliefs, whether I'm right or they're right or whoever, I think it's pretty easy to fix a lot of this stuff um, if we kind of take a step back and look at it. So that's really, again, great of you to do something like that, just to, to spend your time, again, doing something you're passionate about, helping the world, helping people understand exactly what they can get out of it and what they can do to change it if they're, they're passionate about something as well. So um, one more time, we have Maddie Bowman, USA Skiing Halfpipe, the first female to ever medal, which turned out it was a gold medal um, at the uh, Olympics, a five-time X Games gold medalist, a two-time Olympian, just absolutely fantastic all-around person. Maddie, thank you so much for being with us today. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode with Maddie. She was absolutely fantastic, so I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you don't mind, please share this with any of your friends. Please rate the show five stars. I don't know, one star. I don't care. Rate it anything. It doesn't matter at this point. Um, I will take literally any type of rating. Uh, subscribe. As I said, share this with your friends. Comment, review on whatever site you do. That um, you know, Obviously, iTunes helps, but anything is really going to push us in the right direction at this point. So thank you guys so much. If you please, please, please follow Maddie on all her socials. They'll be in the show notes. Follow us at ourathletes.us on Instagram. Um, it's always nice to see what we got going on. We wish a lot of people happy birthday. That's always fun too. So thank you guys so much again. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day. <laughs>